0: We are going to chat with Chris Crocker. He's the area engineer with the Southeast Region at MoDOT about some of the projects coming up. Hi, Chris.
1: Hi, Fon. How's it going?
0: you doing well. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing good. A little chilly outside, but uh, not too bad.
0: Yeah, me no likey. I know, I know you can't <laughs> do anything about that, but it is what it is. Uh, but everybody who heard you're coming on the show wants to know when we're getting to the Lexington project. I said, I don't know if that's his baby, but we'll chat about it.
1: So when you say Lexington project, do you mean the, the Route uh, W pavement resurfacing project that we're working on?
0: Yeah, well, because Lexington is horrifying. And then I know that you also have a roundabout project that you're doing. Um, Sherry Russ was at a council meeting last night, and I know that oh, everybody's yeah, yeah. discovered now that, you know... Her and I have known about these plans since since Rex passed, and she made the plan, but um, that was given the thumbs up, wasn't it?
1: Well, we're still working through the process with the city right now, so uh, we have a, basically MoDOT has a, a draft policy in place that we can um, work with cities, municipalities, and, and folks like Sherry to incorporate uh, some sort of feature, and each, each one is a little bit unique, but, uh, within the roundabouts. And, and the idea is that when you're approaching a roundabout, if you have an, uh, object that sticks up above the, the grade of the roundabout itself, you can see it from a distance. So that kind of gives you a visual cue that you're coming to the roundabout. Mm-hmm. And we've been working, uh, for a while now with the city and Sherry to develop a plan. Uh, to put a, a um, sculpture that she's been working with one of her uh, consultants on to put in the center of that roundabout. And we're, we're nearing the end of that process. We've kind of reviewed the, the plans that she's uh, worked with us together on, and we're, we've given those a thumbs up. Now we're working on uh, all the red tape stuff with right. the city. So kind of like the uh, the agreement and traffic control plan and, and those
0: sorts of things. Yeah, it's going to be awesome because right now it's just a dead round button of a nothing. <clears throat>
1: It's just, yeah, it, it, it's it ought to brighten it up a little bit, and uh, and it also, like I said, it provides a benefit for for our motors. So yeah, yeah, we're happy to work with them on that.
0: Well, and it's going to be beautiful. I've seen the dance of life because uh, it's it's identical to his urn, and um, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. And I've had a few people say, "Well, who's going to pay for that?" It's complete donations. She's not asking the city or Motown mm-hmm. or anybody for a cent to do this. Um, Sculpture, but donations from friends and family, and, and it's good to go. The city council voted yes, and so now I've just got to figure everything out. Yep, It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be exciting, and I've, I've never met anybody who deserves it more than Rex, so this, this is going to be awesome. All right, so what other things are you going to be doing? Because I know that there are, I mean, your list is endless of the stuff that y'all are trying to get to, but for the listening public, you can't get to any of it fast enough. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, our,
1: our list is, uh, there's a lot going on in the Cape uh, Jackson area And over the next five years And in case I kind of blow through all of these projects a little bit too quickly I, I did want to put out there that on our website we If, if you were to just Google Mo. stip, and that's S-T-I-P It would bring up a map, like an interactive map of all of our projects that we have on it and that'll, that'll paint a picture of not only Cape Jackson area, but the entire state mm-hmm. of what overlays, bridges, uh, intersection projects, anything that we're going to be letting out for bid to contractors, uh, that's going to be on there and that'll be for the next five years. But one of the first projects that we're going to be working on probably spring of 2024 will be that Route W pavement and resurfacing project that's coming up. Okay. Uh, that will them from Route 177 to Route 61 there at Lexington. Mm-hmm. And it does include the roundabout itself, so we'll be repaving the roundabout. Uh, so to, it, it it just worked out that way. We didn't plan that, but they'll have a fresh new sculpture, hopefully in the middle, once we work out all the red tape and, and those sorts of things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then they'll have a, a new pavement coming through in the spring, so it'll it really brighten everything up in that area. Uh, that, but, was uh, that was God.
0: That was God. That was God intervention right there because it needed to be visible and it needed to be appropriate for such a wonderful man. So I I really believe God had His hand on that. But um, that's not the only thing you're doing. You've got I mean I've got the list in front of me and I'm wondering you must have 700 crews. I don't know how you're going to get to all this.
1: Well luckily and, you know our, our maintenance folks they do a great job with uh, the pothole patching and mowing and, and all those sorts of things but these projects that we've we've put out and, and talked to the public about those are we put those out for bid to contractors so we don't really know who's going to get them and uh, you are correct that they are we're putting a lot of work out for them so we do uh, we, oftentimes, see that they are getting overloaded as well with their bid prices. Uh, matter of fact, we put out a project for bid on Route 72 from uh, 34 to 25 in Jackson. It was, a, it was supposed to be a mill fill project, which means we're going to grind up the pavement and put back new pavement, fresh pavement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that project actually was rejected because we got excessive bids on it, um, and partly due to the fact that contractors are uh, overloaded and they don't have they have a lot of work in their schedule, so anything they're bidding on, they're, they're maybe not doing it as aggressively. And then also, the, a lot of that work was nighttime, too, so that drives up the cost of the, the price of asphalt on us because they have to do all that work at night. But we're going to put that back out for bid, hopefully sometime in the you know after the winter season, and see if we can't get some better prices, maybe do some changes on that and get some better prices on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Want will get the best we'll be bang for
0: your buck, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll also be working on Route 177 uh, coming in the spring as well. We're going to be paving that from Route J at Procter & Gamble to the end of State Main. It's roughly where the city limits are at. And along that route, we're going to be adding rumble strips from Ute Lane to Lexington Avenue. And that, like I said, should start hopefully sometime in the spring of 2024.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, sit, talk, how do, how do you bid this all out? Do you just throw it in the air and see who who's available, no, or uh, how does that work? So
1: we we work, uh, actually we work over the course of, so the, the projects get put into our STIP, our Statewide Transportation Improvement Program, which is a five-year outlook on the projects that we're going to be working on, and they put, get put into the furthest year out, so like or maybe the fourth or fifth year out, and then our designers and our planning staff and We have a a team, we call it a core team, and we'll work together to put together a set of plans and a bid document that has all the quantities listed in it. And we put that out for bid to the contractors uh, after we've done all the design work and environmental clearances and acquired right away and those sorts of things, depending on the project.
0: Yeah, I don't think people understand how much goes into it. They just think, my, I need my road fix, get a crew out here. I don't think they get all the little squiggles and turns that you have yeah, to do.
1: There's a lot of front-end work uh, when it comes to putting out a project for bid. Even a simple overlay, is. It, it takes a lot of time to put together something that a contractor can bid on. And uh, we have a really gr- great team that of uh, designers and planners and construction staff that kind of all come together to make that happen.
0: Yep. Okay. So, I mean, you're constantly working on something. Just because it's winter doesn't mean there's no road construction. You know, where I'm from, there's there's summer and road, or there's winter and then there's road construction from from up north. That's all there is because the rest is winter. So, I mean, down here, you can pretty much work on the roads as long as it's not raining or snowing.
1: Yeah. Um. To an extent, uh, we our pavement. Our asphalt pavement, we we try to cut that off um, once the temperature gets pretty low. Usually around October is when we we pretty well stop putting what we call a hot mix out there, uh, just because it it's susceptible to those low temperatures. And then uh, what we can do concrete pavement um, pretty much year round, it's just a lot of additional work to keep the the concrete temperatures up so that they don't freeze and cause issues with the the quality of the concrete.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, another neat project that's coming up in uh, potentially spring of 2024, so next year, is we're looking at installing uh, signals at Route 74 and I-55. So if you're familiar with that interchange currently, there's not signals located there, and we're going to be putting signals in coming uh, this spring at that location.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then a really uh, neat project that we're working on at Route K in 25 is another roundabout. Um, we This one's not going to be the following year in the spring of 2024. It'll actually be if, uh, hopefully the spring of 2025. And we saw a need there whenever we rebuilt Center Junction, so uh, when we, you, and you're familiar with the diverging diamond yeah. at Center Junction. When we reconstructed that, we knew that traffic would divert from that location to Route K and 25, so we put in temporary signals. And then once the project was completed, we monitored the traffic at that location. And once it returned to normal conditions, we pulled those uh, construction temporary signals because they weren't meant to be long-term. So we saw a need there once our customers called in and said, hey, where did the signals go? We we like those. So we took a look at that intersection, and we studied it, and we looked at the possibility of installing long-term signals, you know, permanent signals, or a roundabout. And the roundabout kind of proved to be the most beneficial option, especially from a safety perspective. So, we're currently working on designing the roundabout at that location, and we hope to start construction on that in spring of 2025.
0: Can, can you tell me why you guys have such a fascination with roundabouts? Because nobody knows how to use them right. Well, they, you know, they... Uh, People the are first, dumb, man. I, they're, they're dumb. <laughs> they just, they can't figure well, out. It's like a four waste up. This, I'll uh, say it. They're dumb. The first, I would
1: say the first, there's a break-in period, you know, kind of like when you get a new vehicle or something, you don't know where all the buttons are at. Mm-hmm. And I would say roundabouts are no different than that. There's kind of like a break-in period where local traffic has to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And then once that's over, uh, from my experience, I, I tend to see less and less customer concerns or complaints or issues once that, that break-in period's over. And from our perspective as traffic engineers, we understand that in order to go through a roundabout, you have to go through at a slower rate of speed than you would at a signalized intersection if you had a green line. Mm-hmm. And that reduces the uh, severity of crashes that tend to happen at roundabouts. And then also your uh, the angle of impact. So if, if someone did have a, a crash at a signalized intersection where it was like a T-type intersection, they're more direct. Right. And those crashes tend to be more severe as well. So roundabout crashes, uh, you know, they're they're not they're not uh, you know just because we install it doesn't mean that crash is not going to happen. But right. if it does, they tend to be more of a fender bender or something like that because the angle impact and the speed at which it happens. So, well,
0: Chris, I have uh, a buddy who who has a record of nine rotations in the roundabout. He just likes to. Try- driving circles <laughs> to make his wife mad. But, you know, that, well, however you want to use the roundabout, just use it correctly. It's like a four-way stop. It's not that hard. Just because yeah. you're going I mean, 90 doesn't mean you have the right-of-way.
1: We do have a web page kind of dedicated to explaining not only roundabouts, but other types of uh, intersection improvements that we use that are, I guess the word might be unique, uh, although they're becoming more and more common, but uh, our website has a lot of good videos, and and they explain the benefits and how to use them properly. So if anybody's interested in that, just visit our website.
0: I'm cool with them as long as they're pretty, which takes us back to what we started with in the minute that we have left. There will be a beautiful new ornament at the roundabout at route w there because Uh the dance of life statue is going to go there and um that should be there by next year i mean it should be a done deal but it's donations so if any of you want to help go to the rex rust memorial foundation facebook page and you can help with the statue itself but chris crocker's with modot and they're in charge of making sure the the uh, roundabout is is sustainable and beautiful and good for the city of cape that's that's what you care about
1: yeah we, we care about all those things and uh like i said we're we're happy to work with uh, sherry in the city to, to make this a possibility
0: awesome chris crocker area engineer if you want to see all the things they're working on and believe me there are many where do they go one more time
1: so you can go to our website and uh search for the stip it's the STIP it stands for Statewide Transportation Improvement Program, and you can use our interactive map that lists all of our paving, bridge, intersection projects. Any project that we're going to be working on over the next five years will be on that, that interactive map, and it's fairly intuitive. You can use it, and uh, if you have trouble finding it on our website, just Google Mo. STIP.
0: Got it. Chris Crocker, Area Engineer, Southeast Region MoDOT. Thank you, sir. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving.
1: Yep, you too.
0: Uh-huh. Bye-bye.